Live from the neon-soaked streets of the Ark, it's Heart Nisagi Podcast, episode 95. Welcome everybody to the episode 95 of the Heart Nisagi Podcast. I am Matt, and you heard off the top, Mike, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, Matthew. Is that what's happening, Michael? Yes, it's all great and dandy over here. Well, that's excellent. So, um, what you been doing? Huh? What you been doing? Well, been kind of splitting my time a lot up, but little by little in lots of different games. Always playing Tetris 99 all the time, every day. Just literally. I have like 100 <laughs> fucking plus hours into that game. As I want to do with all my portable Tetris games, because they're so accessible when they're portable. And the Switch, since partly portable, it's still great. Uh... So I just take that shit off the dock, and I'm like, let's play some Tetris. And that's what I do. And I get my tickets, and I get my... And I own motherfuckers, and it's just great. I love it. Um, I also uh, playing some Tekken 7, trying some new shit with my man Dragonoff. He's my always boy. your man. He's my boy since Tekken 5, yeah. So, since his debut is what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um... He's got some new cool ass swag shit he can do. Mainly, <laughs> mainly because of things like they put. He already had this uh, this thing they called sneak, where he's like he does this like uh, ducking dash thing off uh-huh. of uh, forward three, uh, forward left kick, if you will. Mm-hmm. You just do forward left kick down forward. Down forward is the sneak part, and he just does that. And you can do. One of four things off of that with one of the four buttons, or you can do nothing, you know, whatever you want. Well, they added sneak finally to another uh, string, but this time it's a three-one, which is a left kick, left punch. So he has now two ways he can do it, and the 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 sneak part has always been used for like advancing towards opponents for ju- to continue juggles mm-hmm. and stuff like that, yep. and now he can do it even better, uh, and. It's just, it's a lot of fun. So much fun. Um, so much fun. So much fun. I've been playing Soul Calibur 6 recently, too. Oh, of course, like usual. I got, gotta, gotta slam and destroy those maggots, you know, with Astaroth. It's just how it is. Uh, <laughs> mainly those dirty-ass Siegfrieds, you know. Just hate them. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, the Siegfried is Soul Calibur's Ken, you know. Damn. So I gotta destroy them. Gotta um, destroy the scrubs. <laughs> he seems very popular in that game. Um, Do they jump back in Fireball or his no. version of it? <laughs> he has no Fireball, so no. <laughs> I actually have a hard time beating Siegfried. I have a hard time with defense, at least, against him, because just all, all he is is a bunch of fucking strings with mix-ups constantly. Like, is this string going to go high-high or high-low? Or maybe it's a three-string with... That goes uh, high, low, low, or high, high, low. You know, who knows? Fucking, it's annoying. So it's does, does that shit. do they wake up with a dragon punch too? No, thankfully. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe depends. If he like, <laughs> has his like little burst or burst thing, he can do that. You can see it graphically on him if he has it ready. Uh, and you know that. That auto parries anything you do, so you basically just gotta. They have it ready. You just gotta. It's like a super, except it does less damage. You just gotta, just gotta, you know, 
be ready for it so you don't get get hit by it all the time. Like I used to do. I used to always get by that stupid thing. Now you're a master. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but you rule that situation. But at least I don't uh, get hit by it anymore as much. And I'm playing Astral Chain. Ooh. Uh. New hotness so, from Platinum Games, I heard. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was getting kind of pissy at first. <laughs> I was like, "Where's my combat options?" Is that what you were yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was like, well, it was literally one button the first to start, and it's so still like, kind one of buttons it, are boring. Well, it is. I need my two buttons, you know. And I'm not asking for like, I don't need like super complex, like Devil May Cry or Bayonetta uh, combat. It can be simpler, and I can still enjoy it fine. But this was too much at first too much in the simple direction but this game that's one of my faults with it is it takes too long to get get the options rolled out to you which takes forever um but eventually they do and most of it is actually is not your from your character in a lot of cases is mostly from the uh the legion that you have chained to you that you can bring out whenever you want that's where a lot of the option comes from which is fine i mean it's pretty neat it's like a JoJo stand, so it's fun. And there's Neat. different ones, and there's different ones that you acquire over time, and you can switch between any of them on the fly. So it's actually really cool that way. So he's not just a stand user; he's like he's a stand user of like five stands in the end. Like I don't have all five yet, but I have like two right now. But uh, two or three, I think I have three now actually. But still, he ends up with five in the end by the end because I already know that based on how the story's going. Um, so that's cool. I haven't played in a few days, but, you know, got to get back to that and play some of that. Um, cool. Yeah. So uh, it's been good. I, I started playing some X-Men Mutant Academy. Ah, some of that excellent men, huh? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's what they call it. <laughs> and it's a PS1 game from like 1999, 2000 or some shit. And the sequel came out a year later. And uh, I think it had a solid foundation in the, in the first game, though it was pretty limited in what everyone could do. Then they, then they literally just made basically no real upgrades to like the visuals, but they put in more stages, which the, fir- the first game stages are just, just nothing to look at. They're just boring as fuck. Uh, and they, of course, are all all the same contents in the sequel with just more stuff. And the new, the new stages are just much, inf- just infinitely better. Because there's actually like an actual background you can look at at them instead of some boring, bland nothing. A lot of times there is nothing really to look at um, in those old stages. Uh, but then they uh, upgraded the combat and the gameplay in a in the way that you would appreciate, which you have because you've played them both now as well. That's right. I've been getting my fill of excellent men. Yes, and I was like, it's it's got a thing, good foundation, but the sequel is infinitely better in just about every way. You don't have to hit. There's three bars, like for the supers, um, and each bar has one super attached to it, so everybody has at least three. Only one person has an extra one. And you can transfer the one bar to another. It's kind of weird the way to do it, but it it's second nature after a while. It just takes a little bit getting used to. But the the problem with the sequel is it doesn't really tell you 
how to do it, whereas the first game kind of did, even if it was kind of a weird worded way. But um, but in the first game, for like the third bar, you had to hit the button X a lot to get this get these brackets to close in on each other and once they did then you could do the super which is really stupid so the sequel took that out and just gives it to you right away like they showed up the whole time yeah that makes a lot more sense that way and uh so anyways and the the biggest upgrade like i said was the just they just made combos way easier to do just it feels like the uh marvel like street uh, capcom games in a, in a in a way, and it also has the simple. It also it has which which in turn means they follow the similar um, mechanics of ground combo that launches at the end of it, jump up and meet him in the air and do do continue it, do some more. Yeah, yeah. And you can also of course combo a lot of uh, supers into it, which was harder to do in the first one, and you can also. Um, Fuck, I don't know. I forget what I was going to say, but there you go. Also, damage in the sequel is much higher, or at least health values are lower, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first game was like, just like, it wasn't bad because of it, but it definitely was a lot. You, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't do as much damage in your combos because just, yeah, damage was a lot lower. But, uh, yeah, I like the sequel a lot more. I already, uh, I already f- remember playing uh, playing the sequel recently and fighting Havoc <laughs> in the arcade mode and immediately th- seeing what he was doing. I was like, this guy just seems like a better Cyclops. And I went, immediately went to training mode. And I'm like, yep, he's the better Cyclops. I just <laughs> confirmed it. <laughs> and the fact that he, always, he obviously has something to do with Cyclops in the comics because even though I don't know anything about him because he references him in one of his wind clothes and yeah. says something about how he can't do better. Yeah. Like, Cyclops. like Cyclops. Couldn't, couldn't do, do better. That's yeah. right. And we're all like, yep, that's right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. At least in this game, for sure. Yep. <laughs> yeah, because like one of the things that Cyclops has in this game is a downward beam, which I beam, which is not a thing that he had in the first game. And uh, in fact, he didn't have... The only thing that... And he, and he also has a horizontal air I beam, which is not something that he had in the first game either, even though he had that move on the ground. The only thing I could really there's a move that where he does on the ground and it launches him upward with the beam, but that's the only real angled beam that he had. Whereas mm-hmm. now he can do that, and he can do if you think if you're thinking can he do in the sequel can he do a ground combo launching into a aerial combo which en- ends with a super mega uh, super move I beam type thing like in the Street Fighter Cross series type stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do the same thing. <laughs> but that takes that X bar, but hey, at least you don't have to push X a hundred times to fucking make it work. Yeah, thankfully. I haven't played any other characters except three in that game, but I still want to get back to it and see, uh, see what more characters have either changed or what new ones they have yeah. that are worth playing. First game had like, what, two or, two or three worthwhile characters and nothing more. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Was, uh, like Phoenix is pretty bad in the first game, and I didn't really care for Gambit's okay, but like almost everyone's improved in some way, even if they're still not that great. So, sequel. So, um, I also played Singularity. It's a it's a nice 
it's a nice uh, first person shooter that if you like nice first person shooters you can play that nice game I played a nice first person shooter some time ago neat yeah the uh, forward and backwards in time thing on specific objects that, and on enemies it's, it's a neat mechanic and that's the whole reason that I wanted to play it and I did it was cool but it's not something you're probably going to ever go back to sadly and I right yeah, I agree. I thought it was okay. I wasn't super into it, though. I don't know who would be, but that's me. So I uh, recently uh, had uh, seen that they were releasing Puzzle Quest, the first game, on uh, more modern consoles. Yeah. And I was like, I like that game on DS because of the touchscreen, and it makes it cool. So what did I do? I decided I put it on my now playing list to eventually play that Puzzle Quest Galactrix, whatever the fuck. Galactrix. Galactrix, thank you. Yeah. It's like a goddamn idiot, but there you go. Because I know you had it and you're just like, here we go. I don't want this thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like it at all. I, mean, you... I, played, I started playing a little bit of it and I was like, I fucking hate this. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I, I heard that it wasn't good, but I still got it cheaply anyway because I was like thinking like, eh, I don't know, maybe it could be fine. Like those other ones. And then I play, I'm like, no, nah, I don't really like this. Like almost immediately, I was like, I hated it. Does it have to? Do, <laughs> what does it have to do with that makes you hate it, dislike it, or whatever? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't. Was it the uh, hexagonal board and shit? Uh, maybe partly. I don't know. It just this was this was not up my alley. But yeah, the, the the new enhanced new con more content, I guess, port of the original Puzzle Quest on Switch. If that becomes a physical game at some point, then I'm definitely getting it. If it doesn't, then I'm probably just gonna wait. If if I ever get it, uh, for like a super discount or something, I don't know. But it's a fun ass game. I I remember also playing the. Have you played the sequel to that? The the full on like Puzzle Quest two. No, I haven't. Do you have it? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I played that back in 2011. I remember very specifically. <laughs> I can tell you why I remember that too. Why is that? Because <laughs> I was playing it. At least one of my sessions was playing it down. Uh, in our parents' family room, on the couch, and that's like the same time frame that our dad had his stroke. Oh wow. That's why I remember. Yeah, that sucks. Yep. I well, figured it wasn't a good memory uh, connected to it. it was, <laughs> yeah. When you said you remembered exactly when it happened. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, oh, good. That means there's something really sucky coming to the story. There you go. That's what it is. Stroke, well, stroke. I have good I have good memories of the game, though. It's fun. Yeah, I figured you it's did great. there, but I figured that you wouldn't remember 2011 specifically if uh, <laughs> something bad didn't happen. Yep, February yeah. 2011. That's when I played it. Oh my god, you got it down to the month too. Holy yeah. shit. And I can confirm it with my games played listing. <laughs> and it does. I finished it on February 26, 2011. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Well, that's depressing. Um... Yeah, somewhat, yes. <laughs> All right, dude. 
dude, we got to save the world, and the way to do it is to package Football Manager 2020 for the Switch in recycled paper cases. So, what do you think about that? I don't know. I mean, that's fine. Go ahead and do it, I guess. They cost some more, and they're still doing it. Well, good for them, I suppose. That means they must care to some extent. So, yeah, it's fine. You think it's going to matter or make a difference? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. What Maybe about a little? What about they're going to save 20 metric tons of plastic? That sounds good. That came along. Oh, well, that, excellent. Yeah, because it sells apparently really well. Well, good. Good for them. <laughs> and there's a video about it, and they talk about They literally say that, yeah, it costs us more, and we're just like, we don't care. They literally use those words, we don't care. Because <laughs> <laughs> they say, this is a climate emergency. <laughs> yes. Well, good for them. I just hope that whatever they have, you know, the replacement cases don't don't just like fall apart or something. Is all. Hopefully they're durable enough. You know, plastic production will equal the pollution to close to 200 fire coal fired 500 megawatt power plants. I'm not sure exactly how much pollution, but I assume a lot. <laughs> so. so. Well, good for them. And it's because of the how successful obviously the game has been, so that's why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, go back to Carver Box. I don't give a shit. It's be a lot more. Well, if they were in business better than they used to be, it, well, let's put it this way: used games are going to be around. Used game stores are going to be around regardless of whether games stop as a thing or not. Mm-hmm. But um, it's be a, it just means there's going to be a lot more discs. They're going to be by themselves because people don't keep cardboard boxes. Yeah. As well as well. So that that's something that sucks about it. But I'll get over it. Yep. <laughs> so good on Sega and Sports Interactive. And of course they're all of course they mentioned, you know, if this would be even better if uh, the whole industry did it for every game, obviously. Mm-hmm. Why don't you pass that at least use some of that savings that you don't pass on to us for something good. You know, when they do digital games. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to give me a fucking discount day one. Then why don't you fucking do it here? Use that money that you saved to put into uh, paper fucking shit. Paper shit. Paper shit. Mm-hmm. Paper cases. <laughs> it's all good. Climate is an emergency. Get on it. Or do I'll it. burn. And all your money savings won't be a, like a damn if you're dead. That's right. You won't. That's another thing uh, just related here is that uh, I don't understand why everyone always couches this the language they use about global warming or whatever. Uh-huh. Why they why they couch it always is and the the planet is in danger. I'm like, no, it's not. We're in danger. It'll right. adapt and be whatever it has to be because it's not a living thing. Yeah, as I mean, a, in, in a sense. Yeah, as a just about as, us. Right. We can't live here if it gets too hot. Right. Or <laughs> and these things around us uh, change in a change uh, how we have to live in a way like that's just 
we're the ones in danger, not the planet. Yeah, it's and a They always put it in a way. It's a yeah, selfish always, thing. It is, but that, that's but what it, it has sense. to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's one time I don't mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> self-preservation. I'm all for it. Um, yeah, and it's like a like you were saying about the planet doesn't need saving. We need saving because the planet will be whatever it's be. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It'll exist long after we're gone. Exactly. Until the until the sun swallows it up. Um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it's like a along those same lines. It's like a, what George Collins said. You know, the Earth didn't know how to make plastic. Needed us. New to the new paradigm. Earth plus plastic. <laughs> Why are we here? Plastic asshole. <laughs> it's a great bit. I love it when he did, did that shit. <laughs> so yeah. If the earth if the earth becomes a new paradigm of earth plus plastic, it doesn't care. We care. We should care because we care about ourselves. So we mm-hmm. never cared about the earth before. Why don't we care about it now? This is this let's care enough to care about when we survive. Like is that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Obviously. Yeah, bro. <laughs> totally in on that. Yeah, bro. Mike. Mike. Yes. What? Power A. Oh. Oh no. Fusion. Uh, oh, no. Fusion Fight Pad. Yes. Four Switch. Inspired yes. by the second Saturn controller. Well, obviously, just look at the damn thing. Just look at it. Would you look at it? Look at it. Look at it. It look looks at 100% it. the same. Oh, my God. It's almost it's so, identical. It's so similar, but probably shit. Anyways, go ahead. Well, it probably is shit. Uh, it's <laughs> uh, but I don't know. I'm curious. That's for sure. But you I don't, don't have spend- any... I don't want to spend 60 bucks because this is actually a really, mind you, this is probably the most expensive uh, controller of this style that I've ever seen released in these days and like even the last couple generations. Because all the other ones I ever got, they were cheaper. Uh, Was the quality too? uh, Depending on the manufacturer. Mm. But sometimes no. Like, for example, the retail, uh, retail price... Of the current, you can still get it for lots of things. Uh, the current version of the Hori Fighting Commander, which is what I uh, swear by these days, that one's $40, and it's wonderful. I love it. Wonderful. It's fantastic. It's it? mm, so good. I love the it's D-pad mm, on so it. so good. It's mm, so good. Not so good. Mm, so good. Yes. To make it, it, sure. it Yeah. It brought me <laughs> things that I didn't know I wanted. Like not just that the, the, they have a plus D pad. I've always swore by the the floating uh, you know disc version that the Saturn does. Right. That a lot of people have emulated, some to success and some to uh, well, let's just say, not success. Um, <laughs> but you don't have to color code it here, Mike. Shit. Right, uh, anyway, so appreciate it. So yeah. So like for example, there was the uh, the 2013. I believe it was something like that. 2012, 2012, 2012 Mad Cats released the smaller fight pad that they made for Street Fighter Cross Tekken. And I still have that one. It's still great. It still works wonderful. It just kind of looks aesthetically a little like patched work. Like they put it together, like homemade or something kind of sort of, <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> like that. It doesn't look great aesthetically, but it works great. If it's what uh, I think you're talking about, I don't, I don't know why you think that, but it's funny that you do. It's it's not great. Anyway, but it, it works great, and I've had it ever since. I've only found one 
I found one in like our mall GameStop at the time, sometime after the game came out. And I was like, well, I'll give this a shot. It is smaller because their original versions of their fight pads were too big. They were like, gotta fill those hands. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you don't. It's terrible. The Saturn pad doesn't do that. Why do you do that? So I didn't like those original ones, but I like the Shirakosteka one. It's a lot better because it's smaller. Otherwise, it's pretty much identical to the other ones. And it's pretty good. But uh, the Hori fighting, Hori fighting Commander that I got for this generation, uh, it's a lot better... They have a plus D-pad. They don't have the circular disc, floating disc thing. But it's actually the best plus D-pad I ever used. I think it might be better than the center pad, to be honest. Damn. Uh, I just think it's really good. And um, and they also was the first fight pad I used where I had where I, they had duplicated uh, two of the buttons. So they had four. So instead of like the Saturn where it's two shoulder buttons and six face buttons, they have six face buttons and four shoulder buttons. So two of them are duplicated. Oh, okay. um, but they have a switch on the top where you can flip it so that two of the buttons on the top are actually unique then. So you have eight unique buttons. Cause oh, wow. then, cause then the two, since you don't have analog sticks, two of those buttons become the L3 R3 buttons. Oh, wow. Which is great. Which is fantastic. So, uh, I actually use that Street Fighter five, uh, all the buttons like that. I actually switch it for that one. It's the only game I switch it for so far, but uh, but it's great, and uh, uh, that's something I didn't know I needed. Is like for <laughs> four, I needed I need four buttons on top. That's great because actually, even like even though I don't switch it over for L three R three duplication or whatever for that for unique buttons in like Soul Calibur or Tekken, I still use I still use the uh, the all four uh, most of the if not all four of the uh, shoulder buttons for various reasons, depending on the game. So it's fantastic. This one here, a power a is getting back to this. Uh, it looks, it looks intriguing. It looks, it looks good. Like on just these images makes me kind of want it. Even though it's power a, you, you kind of want it. I kind of want it, but it's 60 bucks, which is the most expensive one of these types I've ever seen. So I don't know. I mean, that would kind of imply that this has actually a good build quality and, like, fucking other shit by Power A. So, I don't know. I, I And the problem is, I kind of feel like I need uh, to be able to demo it, like, with my own hands in a game I know. Right. So that, because having people tell me in reviews on the internets, in video form or otherwise, that, oh, I think this is good. That doesn't mean anything to me, because you fucking schlubs are fucking... You're fucking peon... Nobody's, as far as I'm concerned, when it comes to this to- this topic, you're nobody's. You don't you don't have a good opinion. But who are you? Who are you? <laughs> My opinion is what matters. I need to fucking try Your it out. Opinion matters. Sure it does. I believe you. <laughs> you're just a bunch of scrub nobodies. I don't care what your opinion is. I need to know because I'm very particular about this kind of shit. So unbelievably particular. So if I can't try it. I can't buy. I won't buy it. That's just how it is. I gotta try it first, especially at sixty bucks. I, I gotta. I gotta. I guess I could just buy it and then just return it if I didn't like it after a day or something. That's what I did with the uh, Mad Cats and uh, Five fight pad that they released in twenty sixteen when Super Five came out. That thing was trash. I don't know how they went from that Super Cross Tekken one that was good. 
to this fucking trash, this over uh-huh. over thought, over thought, over engineered piece of shit. But they did. It was terrible. And then that's when I gave the Hori Fighting Commander a shot. Right after I returned it, I actually immediately bought the one they had at the GameStop I was at at the time. I just bought the Hori one. I was like, well, I'm going to give this a shot finally. Because I already knew about it for a while, but I just didn't know if I wanted to try it. And I just tried it, and I was like, this is the best thing. Oh my god, it's so good. What I don't understand here is that the... Um... The bulleted list here, the second one says toggle switches for D-pad and shoulder buttons. Did they talk about that middle thing? Because that's supposed to be D-pad, I assume, left stick and right stick. Yes, that's actually something that's on the Hori stuff, too. Yeah, I, I knew that, but I just was like, if that's what their bullet points referring to, then they're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they said that. If, and and they ruined my joke because I was going to make a joke until I saw that. I was going to make a joke. Is that right stick, left stick, and dragon punch? But, you know, now, uh, now, uh, now it just falls flat because they did it wrong. Actually, no, I know what they mean. Okay, what do you, they you mean? Know, you, know, you know the uh, button, I was, the switch I was ter- talking about earlier for the shoulder buttons to be L3, R3s? Yeah, essentially? right. I think that's what that, I think they have a switch on top of it that does the same thing. Oh, okay. And that's what they mean. If that's true, which they do have four shoulder buttons on this version, this done here. Uh, which is good. I I think that's what they what it's doing, is it's adding, you know, the same kind of functionality that the Hori ones do, which is good. Which is good. So, I think that's what they mean. Okay. Well, then my bad. I guess I could have gone with my joke after all. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Mike, did you know? Did you know that the the an authority has come out and said. That uh, video games that feature gambling should be banned for children. At least the loot box part. Did you know authority said that? Do you want to know what authority said that, Mike? Sure. The Church of England. Oh, a church. Hmm. 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 I don't know. Uh, Telling us uh, a bunch of pedo priests telling us about a sky daddy that they've never proven exists. I just keep on preaching this old old garbage out of this book that some random idiot made up who knows he even existed in the way, especially in the way they say. And we're supposed to just, oh cool, you're for no gambling for kids. Congratulations, what a high bar you've set. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need you to be the one. You're not the one to be talking about this. We don't need you for this. The only reason I'm glad is because a lot of people do take them seriously like they mean something. That's the only reason that it's a good thing. But it shouldn't take them to do it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Well, yeah, some people some people say the right thing. Whatever the house of God says. Some people say, say <laughs> some people are just not the right people to say the right thing sometimes, depending on what it is. Right. That'd so. be like them coming out. And, that's like them coming out and saying, uh, uh, you know, you should treat your kids well, which is what they're kind of doing here. Like, dude, you're the one pedo shit. What are you talking about? We can't have them getting addicted to gambling mechanics and games. We need them in our church so we can pedo them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Must get my fondle on. Yeah. Don't spend time playing games. Let me play with your ding <laughs> Don't play with your joystick at home. Let me play with your joystick in church. 
the down low. On the down low. <laughs> Very low. In Keep your it on the wraps. Get in your crotch. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can read the story linked in the blog, but I said that. That's all I wanted to mention is that it's kind of hypocritical to them to worry about the kids when they don't exactly treat some of these young kids right as it is. So you're talking about I treat them really right. Mm-hmm. I bet you, you do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of fist action. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Um, let's play some ball, kids. Ooh, I don't think you mean... No, no, I don't think he means what you think he means. I'm not going there. Nope. Okay, moving on. We got some uh, E3 2020 pitch that proposed the overhaul of the floor plan. So we can have more of a public thing, like a festival. Lame. Uh, it is. Because, um, like, what, 10 years ago at this point, I've been, when they when they were people complaining about the two times, two years in a row, where they, they scaled it down massively and didn't have it at the LA Convention Center. Yeah, I think that was like, what was it, like, 07, oh, 08? Yeah, something like, that. something like that. I remember uh, writing up something about it saying, yeah, this shit's not for you. It's for the press. So when anyone complained about it, I'm like, the E3 is not for you. The fact that they let you in on it with their live streams even back then, which GameSpot was always really good about as far as like being one of the first to do it. Um, and everyone else just thought, yeah, we'll jump on that train. I'm like, fuck off. I'm sticking with them. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just like, it's not for you. It was never meant for you. But now they're going to mean it for you because nobody's showing up like, Sony and shit. So well, Nintendo. here's the thing about that with Sony skipping this year, is that I don't take it right now as meaning that they won't be that they're like oh fuck E3. Right. I just took it as more of a at the moment as like well you know last couple of years we had we had a lot of banging shit to talk about but now this year we didn't because we're gearing up for PS5 and maybe they'll and so I suspect they'll come back next year to talk about that. Yeah, because they already skipped it one year and then came back, right? If I'm not mistaken. Uh, previous to this year? Yeah. I don't remember that, so I don't know. I don't think so. But maybe. But even if they didn't, I, that's how I took it so far. Unless further you know, further evidence shows that like, if they skip next year, then that definitely means fucking three. <laughs> because they have that PS5, so... Fucking fuck yeah. three. Yeah, so if they if they skip next year, then it's definitely a then this year was also definitely a fucky three, but move, but but uh, I suspect it wasn't. I suspect it's just like, you know, don't have big a big slew of titles of major things happening this year. So and we have gearing up for PS five to reveal that next year. You know, at least reveal more details about it, you know, so Yeah. So of course my biggest problem is that they they're doing this mainly to get the influencers disgusting which i've never liked that term and anyone who thinks it's a good term you're stupid too um, i got news for you influencers you don't influence me a bit no not one bit in fact you call yourself that i'm immediately like i'm out i'm out <laughs> i'm fucking out you're not you're not someone i want to listen to the problem well this is what i always thought about those types of people because they're not 
professionals. They're not critical. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, that, and that's why they want them. Because yeah, they're not critical. Yeah, I know. Because they, for they, a long time... They just uh, want to have selfies and fucking get clicks and the yays. Right, and they want to get free shit. Well, guess what? You can turn all that fucking free shit in to McDonald's. Are you going to get a cheeseburger for it? I didn't think so. So it's not going to pay the bills. It's not going to get your food on the table. You have to yeah, get I don't paid. Want to be some unpaid corporate show, or even a paid corporate show. I don't want either one. Like if you want to, if you want to cover, go there and cover stuff, and be one of those people and do it honestly and not, you know, any other reason, any stupid nefarious bullshit reason, then fine. But but I, I just don't expect that from those people. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know? Nope. So uh, yeah, that's that's my biggest issue is that. I mean, it's been a thing for a, quite a long time now. Is that they've always those com- the game companies have tried to undermine the fucking reviews uh, that that serious reviews are a lot of times, and only really favor the ones that are less critical, like I don't know, uh, IGN or mm-hmm. uh, Game Informer. Yeah, the, I mean, I I'm sure there's some people that actually are better at it than others and aren't just shills, but those those companies have that kind of tinge to them as because they do do that and have sort of done that in the past where they, Beth- they're not... Bethesda is currently doing it these days really the whole uh keeping like trying to make it so that reviews don't have much of an impact on their sales oh yeah right? being shitty like that they, they, you'll see it again when Doom Eternal comes out later this year it's like you already seen it recently with another game that came out from them recently I can't remember what it was now but <laughs> whatever it was not worth remembering well not for me at least but yeah. No. but yeah it's just it's just a stupid fucking thing it's like you're gonna get uh, paid in it and what hype I don't, I don't understand I just don't I don't get it like, oh, we'll give you a bunch of free shit. They gave me free shit. They care about me. No, they don't. I don't care about you. They just use you to a meet to an end that they want, which is uncritical fucking coverage. And that you're 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 a slack jawed little mouth breather that's gonna give it to them. You're not even critical of your own fucking uh, your own fucking role in this all. So yeah, <laughs> I just saw a dumb tweet. Well, it's not a dumb tweet, but uh, I decided. You decided to call it a dumb tweet. In my no, in my <laughs> head, in my head, I was thinking of a dumb reply. <laughs> so, so I assume you know about Polymega, the uh, the uh, upcoming uh, FPGA slash hybrid emulation uh, console box that does a lot of the older stuff, including the CD systems of old. Is that thing where you like plug in like modules and shit? You can, yes. Yes, okay. Yeah, I've heard about anyway, it. Anyway, this is not really about their system. It's just that I follow them on Twitter, and they put this uh, tweet out that says, what's your favorite trick in Tony Hawk's First Gear 2? And I was and I was thinking of a really snarky, stupid <laughs> thing, same reply. And I said, and I was going to, I haven't said it, but to them, but I'm going to say it here. I, was, I said, so my, my favorite trick in Tony Hawk's First Gear 2 is to play Tony Hawk's First Gear 4 instead. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> that's a good trick I like that one that's a good trick um, but uh, anyway yeah enough about E3 and influencers and influencers influencers ugh ugh what's next Matt 
Oh, you tell me. I don't know. But Yakuza I'm series. There's a Yakuza series thing? Yeah. Oh my god, really? It's you subtitled mean, like a dragon. Oh yes. That it's like one. out of battle system and shit, and you gotta figure it out because it's not gonna be all just normal action like they've been doing. Yeah, I guess we haven't uh, we haven't had a recent podcast that I talk about my thoughts on well, the we, reveal. Well, well, we had a like we yeah well, last time was just a reveal, and okay. we didn't so there really wasn't anything to talk about, so we didn't we yeah. decided not to. But you know, we you guys would have known that your listeners if we'd have done it the way Mike likes doing it, which is we want to veto on the spot on live on the on the show. I'm like fuck that, mm-hmm. no, no. No. Anyways, <laughs> go ahead with this. So, one thing that happened since is that uh, apparently, if I don't know if I said this before, but uh, apparently it's me calling Yakuza like a dragon over here instead of Yakuza 7. And I'm not sure that I like that that much. I mean, I know like a dragon is just Ryugakutoku is the name of the game in series in Japan, and that's the literal translation of it. And some people I know already know from the past they put they like they probably like this uh, being making it a subtitle. I'm not a fan of it because it's just it's, I always felt that that maybe in Japanese that works, but in English it just seems kind of weird to me, you know. Yeah. So, but whatever, that's what they're doing. I don't really care that much, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's going to be an RPG combat. Uh, and I and I, I remember people on on my Twitter. Were talking to me and saying, "Man, one of them was like, saw that it was RPG combat, and they're like, man, that's gonna really piss off Mike.' You know? Right? <laughs> he told me that he's like, you're really gonna piss you off.' I'm like, and and I was like, no, it doesn't piss me off. Like, <laughs> it really doesn't. I'm just like, you know, it might actually be a lot of fun. I do, I do like my real time combat, obviously, but you know, that's fine, and especially since, like. Uh, the rest of the stuff that the series does, you know, where the gameplay is a lot different and, you know, lots of little different ways to and things to do that is not combat in these games constantly all the time. Like, I know that stuff's all going to still be the same. It's not like it's changing the entire game. So, I don't know. I don't, it doesn't bother me. Plus, uh, they can do some crazy ass shit, you know, it's pretty fun. And uh, the the main character also uh, uh, directly shouts out Dragon Quest. He likes his <laughs> Dragon Quest. So <laughs> a lot of people in Japan do. I know they do. So okay. that's fine. I have appreciation for it more than I like it. Uh, in the sense that, well, it's not even that. It's more like just appreciation more than I play it. I should say, because I don't even I don't even dislike it. Like I've played. Uh, in fact, the uh, the first Dragon Quest was the first probably JRPG I ever played. Uh, back when it was Dragon Warrior over here in the late 80s, you know, because Nintendo Power just gave them away oh, with a subscription at one point. And that's how we got our copy at the time. Yeah, and, I re- and I remember playing through the whole game at the time and, and uh, really liking it. And But it, it, it's funny and weird that, like, I feel like it had a lot of big impact on me. And I, and I remember I remember uh, having a, fo- a lot of fondness for it. And I've even played it on the Game Boy Color version a couple, multiple times in recent more recent years. Just all the way through playing it again. Yeah, and you think that with how how fun I am of that, you think that would set me forward at the time to be like be more into RPGs than I am, but it, it didn't for some reason. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like you like that game, but that's you don't like the genre necessarily as much. 
I mean, yeah, I'm just not big into the genre, but you know, that game was still, still uh, pretty fondly remembered for me, and I still like it, even though it's real simple and shit. So, uh, yeah, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. It's like they have some tidbits here in the article about how, how the Yakuza Seven uh, RPG combat will be, and that's fine and all. I, I, I don't know what to say about it other than it'll probably be pretty fun. Like, you know, I don't have an issue with it. It's already a lot of role playing in these games anyway. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Going out on dates and shit. As an example, it's just this is different, you know. But whatever, it's fine. I like the fact that the this game is coming out the same year as the Japanese version, which is very rare for us. This might, this might be the first time, in fact, one of the games came out in the same calendar year. But in both places. It's probably only happening because it's in January over there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, the whole rest of the year, eleven more months to give it to us. But still, that's pretty cool. Uh, but my, I don't care if I don't get it right away because got that Yakuza Remastered Collection coming out in February for us physically. So that's what I'm waiting for. I'll be playing Yakuza three, four, and five. I got too much Yakuza next year now again because I got all these remasters to play. <laughs> Right. So, I'm good. <laughs> You're good. I'm good. So, Mike, you know what I heard? What? You I know? heard Nintendo Switch Lite finds portable perfection without losing anything in port. Bullshit. Oh. What the Mike fuck Williams are you talking about? Mike Williams is wrong. Well, all right. Tell him. <laughs> well, I will. I mean... I can already beat you with one word. Switch. Oh, it the name do of the that. system. It doesn't do that. It doesn't. You're right. So if you don't call that important, I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah, I can't put it on my TV anymore. What the fuck? Because I'll tell you, when before, before I knew officially that I wasn't going to do that, I thought... It was going to do that, and I thought that was a given because it's in the name, and yeah. it's like the selling point. This isn't like the 3DS where it doesn't fucking matter because the 3D and 3DS is, who cares? Like it's, it's called in that. This called the Nintendo Lite. Take the switch yeah, out of the name. Yeah, yeah, right. I know. It's like, <laughs> it's just an. That's the one thing that made me say I'm not getting it. That is the thing that they omitted. That not, that's why. If they put that in there. I might have. I was actually very close to making a decision to sell my current Switch to get that one, and just uh, use that instead because like, it's no. more portable. You're like no, but then no because it doesn't switch. I'm like, because you want. There's no reason it couldn't. You it want just, they you didn't want to be able to. to play Tetris at your desk and then and then like say Astro Chain on your TV. Well, I already do that, but you know. I, this is the, the main thing. You here want the is, choice, is what I'm saying. I want the choice with a smaller portable system. That's why. I wanted it more portable. That was the main thing, because this current the, the the older model that I currently have, still and I will don't have a reason to get rid of it anymore right now is a uh, that I, it's just like taking it with you is like a, like what the fuck? It's not possible. <laughs> it's kind of ironically not possible in a lot of ways. You can't put it in the pocket. You just can't do it. Right. It doesn't work. Even without the dry cons, you can't do it. <laughs> so, yeah. 
if and then the, the stupid thing is uh, I heard recently that uh they took the the ability to do it is not even in there like you can't switch even in there so there's no mods you could do to make it work they just don't have it in there the possibility to do it apparently from what I've heard it's like uh I seriously this this will be the best switch version if it could do the switch but it can't so I'm out I'm out <laughs> I guess that's how it is I was ready to uh, to get that because like there's no reason why they couldn't have made it do that and have it its own dock or at least a, a cable you can plug into it so that you can do that there's no reason they couldn't have done it they just didn't do it right. and my only reason I can think of is because they wanted to they didn't want to they wanted to keep the price down or something but I don't know why they why would the price go, go up, up that just much? for that Little, yeah, just a it, just a little I gotta, push a cause the dock's only there to insert into a port or at the bottom or something. Yeah, right? that's all it does. So just get rid of the dock and just have a cable go into it. Yeah, whatever you have to do. Can't you know, do that though. You know, like uh, like the PSP was able to do. I know. See? PSP had that shit built in right away. Right. Just they didn't release the cable for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. <laughs> I feel like the original Vita also had had the ability to do that. They just didn't release the cable. Oh, that's even stupider. Because uh, here, I'm gonna look at it right now, like <sighs> right here. <laughs> you had a little bit of a stretch there to get it. Yeah, a little bit of stretch. <laughs> um, okay, there, on the Vita, the top of the Vita, there's the PS Vita flap that's got the PS Vita logo on it. Right. You flap that open. And it's got the cartridge port, you know, for the games. Right. Physical games. There's another one next to it that's unlabeled, if you didn't know this. Oh, wow. I don't know what this is for, but you uncover it. It opens the same as the other one. And it has, like, looks like a a cable, like, insertion you would put in there. Right. Probably for fucking TV out, which they never made. Uh, So, And it is a proprietary port, by the way. Yeah, I figured it would be. It's not anything that I've ever seen before. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I don't know what that's for, but it could have been potentially for the same idea as the PSP had, but they just never released a cable for it. That sucks. Why they do that? Oh, that's right. They had to, they had to sell PSTVs that suck. That's the thing. That's the thing. The PSTV was also kind of interesting or, and then, but it wasn't because the, the main system that you'd want to play on it because it's newer is the Vita. And yet it didn't have a compatibility with a lot of Vita games because of the special Vita uh, functionality, you know, like the back back touchpad and the touchscreen and all that. Right. You couldn't do that with a normal controller like you, you have to use on it. Right. So a lot of those games just don't, flat out can't work on that thing, even though they would run. Right. This would be the solution to that. Just use the Vita itself with the cable, but they didn't do that. And so I wonder what that's for, but I don't know. It's weird. Yep. Not the first time that's happened. Yeah, where, where expansion ports go unused or very very little used. Yeah, I, I still I still wonder what that that port's for. <laughs> I would love, and I and I and I, I don't know if it's in the uh, the smaller LCD versions of later models of the Vita. It probably isn't. It's probably not there. That's my guess. Uh, but it would be awesome if somebody someday, like on the third party, you know, all those retro people on the third party in the. Uh, 
you know, in the enthusiast market that's uh, making all this great stuff these days to, for old systems of varying different things. It'd be great if someone found out that that's what it was for or that it can do that and then they made a cable for it. That'd be awesome. I'd yeah. love that. <laughs> I still want to know what it does, though. <laughs> What's it for? <laughs> it's a mystery. Well, here here's a mystery until recently. Uh, apparently, uh, Microsoft contractors could reportedly hear you talking to your Connect. Now you didn't have one, so they couldn't hear you, unless it's really sensitive, and someone nearby could hear you. <laughs> I assume they're referring to mainly the uh, one for the Xbox One. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's um. That's unfortunate. Evasion yeah, of privacy. I love the whole losing were apparently meant to improve the service. I don't care. <laughs> that's not how you, you you you're not allowed. Why would you? That's why I don't. That's why I don't understand why everyone wants all those. Uh, was it the uh, fuck those things that sit and they just you just tell voice commands that's always on. Oh yeah, Alexa. Yeah, stuff like yeah. that. They do the same thing. They collect every fucking goddamn thing. They store everything you say and all the stuff that you say around it. And That's really stupid. I don't think people realize that. And they sell really well, and it's really sad. Because uh, I know for a fact that they've... I've heard stories of them using that and for, like, to catch people and shit. <laughs> it's like... It's, uh, it's ridiculous. Like, ugh. And on top of that, we all have phones that have... Probably the microphone's active all the time. They're probably spinal there too. So, hearing me right now. And then right. Corporate digital overlords. Yep. Then handing it all over to the NSA. It's great. Uh, of course, this is where somebody will be like, well, at least, you know, that argument. Well, at least it's not this bad or that bad. I'm like, what the fuck? That's always the constant thing they say, so they can always say that. And then, even though it's always getting worse. <laughs> it's like, this is really bad. I don't think you need to be like, well, at least it's not there, so at least it's not. Right. At least they're kicking my ass with listening to all my private conversations. How about no on every level? There should be no acceptability of that. I don't care how benign they make it sound. Like, oh, we're just, like you said, we're, like they said with this, we're just doing it to prove the service. You don't get that right. You shouldn't need that. Test it your fucking self. How about that? <laughs> the age old, how about the age-old uh, solution of just, you know, field complaints and then deal with it that way? Is that not good enough for you? Too bad. That's the way, that's good enough for me. <laughs> Cool. That brings us to the end of this wonderful episode. 95. Isn't it great, Mike? It's fantastic. Yeah, it's kind of a downer ending. I, it sucks now. It just ugh, makes me icky and makes me want to go get a shower. <laughs> all this all this spying on me. Just <laughs> wipe it off. All right, so... Um, you can get in contact with this uh, wonderful podcast at Hart Nusagi on Twitter. That and many more links 
in the blog post, heartarchive.wordpress.com. It's a great place to go. Where can I go for you, Mike? Twitter, Soggy704. And that includes YouTube and WordPress blog for me. And Instagram with an underscore between the letters and the numbers will get you the same great and grand person that is me. I like your grand personhood. Thanks. I love it, too. (laughs) Me, too. All right. That'll do it for us. See you next time. Bye-bye.